Welcome back, everybody, to the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. I'm Chris Witt, and with me, as always, is Mr. Adam Schmidt. How are you today, sir? Fantastic. How about yourself? Uh, I'm I'm cold. This room, our, the, uh, the Rum Dum Studios, gets colder and colder as the spring progresses. <laughs> it's not going to be long, though, buddy. It's March now. I didn't wear my slippers, and my little toesies are cold down here, mm. bub. Mm. Little toesies are cold. You have to tuck them up under. You're going to have to sit on your feet, maybe. Yeah, I'm, I pull them up on the little bar underneath the seat. That's how we're going to roll today. That's how I always sit. I tuck my feet under me. Do you really? Always. Show me what you're talking about. I Or I'll do that. But, like, when I'm, like, at games or at work, oh, yeah. I'll, I'll tuck it. Tuck oh, I thought you were talking about, like, tucking them up underneath your butt. No, no, no. I don't like, I don't even know I, if my knees can couch, do that. On the couch, I'll do that. I'll you sit, sit like on your feet under your butt sometimes usually like one foot one foot yeah i can do one foot yeah, yeah. two feet I've, that's got not, that not feels like that hurts not two feet. but yeah the foot up on the the first bar underneath the seat i'm that's that's my go-to yeah that's I, definitely I, my go-to i feel like it's not good for me like long term gonna be bad for my knees or something really but i don't know a little more bend than down here i don't know yeah that's a good question um on that note, uh, let's get in. Let, let's let's see. So we've got some stories. There's not a lot going on this week, right? We've got March Madness getting ready to kick off. My favorite part is probably this week, which is the conference tournaments, yep. which are way more fun, if you ask me. Um, I don't know about way more fun, but it, it's the it's, it's the start of it's the start of March Madness. Exactly, it's the start of the best sports month of the year in my opinion absolutely so we are so we get that's not till next week we'll and we'll go next wednesday we'll go over we'll probably do an entire show or most of the show on the tournament yep i'm totally down for that i'll uh we'll we'll print some stuff up maybe we'll make a bet some we'll have a bet for sure on our uh bracket ourselves um Neither of us are a sheet of integrity kind of guy, I don't think. I'm a multiple sheet guy, and they're all different every single time. Yep. And then we also have got today a little bit of uh, – we've got our Reese's. We've got, so, so, this, so that's what I was saying. What we don't have going on, there's no baseball. The NBA is going on. Maybe we'll talk a little John Moran at, uh, here in a little bit. Um, NFL, we're in free agency, some weird cap time and and uh, franchise tag, which uh, Lamar Jackson got the franchise tag. We're not going to get too deep into that because um, we never do. So what we're going to talk about today is just going to be a few fun stories, a little John Morant, kick it into the Mount Rushmore of UK basketball players, and then go to uh, – we'll talk some comedy. But to start – we're going to go with our Reese's for the day. Adam, I'm, I, I got you here, bud. You're going to need a spoon for this one. Which is exciting. I need utensils. Yes. So this is the Reese's Colliders layered. This is peanut butter flavored dessert with rich milk chocolate topping. So it's called, oh, yeah. It's called nice. colli- a Collider. It's 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 dessert with topping. It's right. It's not. It's it's not pudding. I thought it was going to be pudding. I thought this was pudding it's, too. Is this not pudding? What is this? It's, it's it's dessert with topping. It's peanut butter flavored dessert with rich milk chocolate topping. This is going to be really good chocolate peanut butter pudding. Is what it's going to be. It's chocolate peanut butter pudding. 
be honest oh about my it. Gosh, yes, sir. Oh. All right. So, okay. So, first thing is there's a layer of chocolate and then peanut butter on. on ready? Peanut yep. butter underneath. Do you dig the spoon into the bottom? Absolutely. Or, no, you're not you, scraping just the chocolate off. You got to get the mix. But I was going to say, do you mix it first no. or do you just go? All, I'm all like, a, like, like I'm eating Skyline, just, you know, out of a corner and just go down and dig and keep okay. going till you get to the end. Yeah. 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 Remember when we took uh, Autumn? When we took Bobby to uh, Bobby, Bobby to Nightingale. Yeah. yeah. And, and the lady told him there was a proper way to eat it. Yep. Yep. She said, you have to eat it that way. And we're like, actually, Bobby, you can eat it however you <laughs> <Yeah>. want. But <laughs> yeah. so Adam's going to mix. I'm going to just spoon it out. Mm-hmm. I'm interested to know what you think. Oh, mm, OK. All right. This is pudding. Whatever they want to say, this is pudding. Mm-hmm. First bite. First impressions. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It is just like pudding, like snack pack. Uh, and it has the peanut butter. It has the chocolate. Not it, a lot of chocolate. Lot, it, much more peanut, <clears throat> peanut butter than chocolate. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily taste like the Reese's cup mm. that you're used to. Still good. I have zero Reese's flavor in any of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just a chocolate and a peanut butter. But I don't know. Maybe that's even harder if you to get into just pudding. Do, even if you just do the peanut butter. Because it's a different type of peanut butter. Yeah, it's pudding. <laughs> it's peanut butter flavored fat or whatever pudding is. <laughs> fat and sugar. That's a little, I got a little weird uh, chocolate down in the middle. Oh. Area right there. All right. Hmm. I'm, I mean, this is the more I love, the more I eat it, the more I like it. Yeah. I mean, it's good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I give it a solid eight, eight. Okay. But I was hoping for a little more Reese's peanut butter flavor. Yeah. Yep. I'm with you. Hmm. I'm going to say. That's the best part of the podcast. Yeah. Not to listen to them. Sure. I'm sure it's terrible to listen. To. <laughs> this reminds me of. I just can't stop thinking about Billy Madison when he looks at, <laughs> looks at his lunch and he screams at the lady. You know I like snack bags. <laughs> um. <laughs> what do you right. got, buddy? What are you doing here? You got eight eight. I've mm-hmm. got nine one. Whoa. Okay. Yep. We're pretty close. Nine one. I'm going new notebook now because I'm so tired of those pages falling out of that other one. Wow. New notebook for Adam Schmidt. We'll never be able to look anything up again. Yep. <laughs> no, I'll keep it in the archives. There you go. Yeah. All right, Adam. So now that the Reese's is done, I got a little something I wanted to talk, talk to you about. Please, please do. So uh I'm so excited. Big weekend. This, big weekend uh for so first weekend of baseball. Uh, very sad for, for basketball to be over, but it's first weekend of baseball. We talked about this last week. The boys came out and played their butts off, man. Love it. We got uh, – we we ended up getting second place. They got a ring. They got their little championship ring. And the coolest part got about it – Second place ring. Yeah, first and second both get a ring. Okay. So – and they're big. They're monsters, dude. They look like monster championship rings. He's got a couple of these things now. They're pretty cool. 
the kids love it. That's what the kid like. They don't get trophies anymore. They get championship rings, right? So you know, first and second usually get a trophy. Now first and second get a ring, mm-hmm. and uh, so the coolest part about this whole thing is. We get done. The game's over. We lost on a tough play. Uh, we were going. We were leading going into the bottom of the inning, and lost in this championship. We'll just leave it at that. Game's over. Announce all the kids, and uh, you know they go up there get their stuff. The other team does, and then uh, randomly out of nowhere, the kids just like start walking towards each other. And like showing each other their rings and talking about what they did while it was, it was like five minutes of them just talking to each other. The two teams, two total different sides of, of the city. Nobody knows anybody from either team, neither kid random act. Of, and I'm talking just random act of sportsmanship. That was really, really, really cool when you got to deal with a lot of crap. And we had to deal with some crap during the tournament. There's a couple teams out there that not a fan of, but uh, you know, it's it was uh, it was pretty cool. It's pretty cool. That's awesome. I heard about that, and that was uh, <clears throat> very very cool. Just wanted. I, I guess my point of this is to say, everybody gives youth athletics a lot of crap, <clears throat> and uh, you know because you know especially. I get this a lot. Like, oh, you're already you're start. You've been playing baseball since December. You're, you're just the first weekend of March, and you're playing baseball. Oh my god, it's too much, too much. You just burn these. These kids love it, man, and they and they enjoy it, and they they went out and 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 showed some really cool stuff out there. That's awesome. I love that. I feel like you see those kinds of things. Like social media is so so full of negativity and stuff, but once in a while you see other people post stories like that and uh and it's like you're like oh my god thank god for for a decent story on social media absolutely um and then you got to be part of one yeah exactly big part big part yep yep it was a lot of fun that's awesome so anyway uh so later than so the night so saturday after our first couple games championship was on sunday so first couple games we go to jim and jack's Mm -hmm. and uh you shouldn't be a jim and jack's unless you're at least 60 years old i found out right uh, that's for sure. At least at night. Like I've been to Jim and Jack's during the day. I've been to some fundraisers at Jim and Jack's. Yeah, never been to Jim and Jack's just like at night hanging out and uh, went down there with pops and mom. And it you had to be 60 to be there okay. <clears throat> unless you were someone's son uh, or daughter, which there wasn't very many of us, but there was maybe four people under 60. So having a cocktail and uh, going to go to the bathroom real quick. Go to the bathroom, and there's a gentleman standing with his pants all the way up, jean, their jeans, and they're on, facing the urinal with his one hand looking at a phone, the other hand on his hip, and he just pulled his thing out through the zipper of his, and he was standing there. He was standing there when I got in there. He was standing there throughout my entire urination and was still standing there when I left. Just playing on his phone at the urinal, about a foot and a half away from the urinal. <laughs> he didn't need a foot and a half. I just don't under what what is going on. Once you hit that age of not, where is the age of I don't care. <laughs> yeah, it's, where it's, is that? It's when there. does that hit? <laughs> where does that age hit? I don't know for sure. I'm not there yet, <laughs> but 
<laughs> it feels like it's probably not too far away, but for sure, man. The older you get, you know, you start buying the Air Monarchs and you get, you know, it, and you and you. <laughs> it's weird, like you walk in and there's, you know, maybe two or three stalls there or whatever urinals, and you you, you just notice that a guy's got a tucked-in shirt with a belt on, mm-hmm. and he's still standing at the urinal, not just hands-free playing on his phone. No idea what's going on. No idea. <laughs> There's a bunch of stuff I feel like I have for this, but <laughs> one thing is I I've never, you know, a lot of people take their phone in there when they're when they're dropping a dropping too. Oh and absolutely. And and you were and you sit on the phone and do that, right? Yeah. Especially when you're at home. Yeah. If you have a few minutes, if you don't have anything really going on or anything to do, that's the oh man. The best feeling is when you just get home from work. Mm, that's my you, favorite time to you poop. You gotta go, yep. and you're like, I don't have to be anywhere or do anything for like the next couple hours or something. Yeah. I I have time to sit here and relax. I'm gonna go until my go. legs fall asleep. Yeah, <laughs> that's the best feeling, no doubt. The best. And uh, <clears throat> my son keeps track. He he has a record. He says I I couldn't beat my record today because we have to yell at him to get out when he gets on his phone. I gotcha. <laughs> Couldn't beat my record. <laughs> I only um, went 40 minutes today, Dad. I didn't get my record. 40, right, but... wow. <laughs> um, yeah, I've never seen it at the urinal. I've never seen somebody just hanging never out. in my life. Hmm. And he was hanging out, all right? <laughs> the little zipper. Still, that's the other part I don't understand. I, thank what? you. It, it's got to be because he wanted to have his hands free and not have to hold his drawers up. But the other, I mean, I guess, but his other hands just on his hip? I mean, yeah, he's just kind of hanging, man. He's just chilling. I don't, I don't, this is going to be too much. I don't get, I don't do anything in the bathroom hands-free. No, <laughs> no, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't I, know. I, <laughs> number one or number two. I, I feel like there's just got to be, I just, it's, I'm, t- I'm too careful about it or something. Dude, I got it. Make, sure, make sure you got a little aim because you never know. You know, the old, uh, what was it? Liar, liar. I remember being a kid watching Liar Liar and and the guy always asked Jim Carrey, how's it hanging? Mm -hmm. And he says, and he's like, Hey, good. How are you? But then when he, when he got to where he couldn't lie, my favorite line ever short shriveled and a little to the left. (laughs) It's my favorite line ever. And I'm going to tell you, if you just stand there, that bad boy is shooting dead left. Like I'm, it's going, it's going, it's hanging, it's hanging to left. I don't, yeah, I don't understand people not. Doesn't make any sense. You got to give her a little twitch. You know what I mean? Just got to, just a little, just a little, a little handle on the steering wheel. Sure. It's like the guide hand in basketball. It's just there to guide. It's there to guide. Not a lot of pressure. It's not doing a lot of work. Nope. Just, just keep that thing straight. That's right, baby. Just keep that thing straight. <laughs> That's a very interesting story. I thought this was going to be a big uh, to nah. do with you in the in the stall or something like that. No, nah. that's, that's nah. cool. The, just, just the one of the weirdest things. And when it happened, I didn't say anything to anybody. Like I came out, and and a couple of the aunts were there, and and mom and dad, and a couple of dad's pop pops buddies from high school, and I'm, I. I got, I don't, I'm not going to, I'm not going to bring, I'm not going to talk to these people about it. You're like, I'm saving this for Wednesday. I'm saving this for Wednesday. I want to know what people think. Is there, what is the age that you just don't care anymore? That nothing (laughs) matters. It don't matter. No, no. I mean, some of the outfits you see with uh, people that look like they're in that space now, it's very interesting. It's very interesting. It's correct. That's very interesting. It's correct. So I have, I have a little bit (laughs) 
bit of a bathroom thing too. Um, and this is going to be off the beaten path as well. Probably not what you're expecting. I love it. So I'm, I go to the, the Sklar brothers show this past weekend. Yes. All right. And I'll talk about that later, but, um, I go with my buddy. We hang out like maybe twice a year, once a year, probably more. Gotcha. Um, but I've known him for 20 something years. So probably 25 years, but so we're, we're hanging. So it's at the casino at the casino in Lawrenceburg. Gotcha. And so we get there kind of early purposely. We're going to eat something. We're Mm going to maybe just walk around the casino a little bit and watch, watch those kind of people. Watch the, watch the people who don't care and the people who are uh, just, you know, watch watch some, watch some people in uh, house slippers, Mm -hmm. sweat, uh, pajama pants and a bonnet. Oh yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's a Got foreshadowing it. for later. Yep. I did definitely see plenty of sweatpants. Um, yeah. I mean, and the casino is just, it is, uh, it, it's over. It's uh, what do you call it? Uh, like sight and sound and, oh. and um, you know, it's just, it's, it's overwhelming <clears throat> and sensory, sensory overload. overload. Thank you. Um, but you know we're walking around. No, first of all, we're walking in, and there's a guy there at the beginning, and he's he's checking your ID, right? So we're standing behind a couple people that are getting their IDs checked, and I glance behind me, and the Sklar brothers are standing behind us. Are you kidding? Walking me? into the casino right behind us. What? So I hit my my, my buddy. I'm like, there they are right there. And so now I'm embar- Now I'm worried that he's going to say something to them because I'm like, no, 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 no leave him alone. And um, now I, I'm going to be honest with you. I would have turned around if it were me. I'm not causing a scene, not asking for autographs. I just would have turned around and be like, hey, man, super excited about the show tonight. I can't wait. I thought about saying. I don't feel like that's out of place. I it's feel not. like they'd be like, hey, man, thanks for coming. We appreciate it. And they seem like very down to earth. Absolutely. Cool I mean, they're standing in line to get in and have their IDs checked. Yeah. Not so, coming in some back entrance or right. which makes no sense to me. Right. Which, by the way, I get up to the thing and I get my ID out. You don't need it. He no, goes, no, you're, good. you're good. Now you're good. Yep. I've been getting it at the casino now for a while. I don't go to the casino a lot, but I go probably two, three times a year, uh, whether it's to watch horse racing or for our golf trips at a casino, a couple golf trips are at casinos. And it's I pull it out. And now I don't even let them say anything. I hand it to them anyway. Had an old lady. She said, you're good, sweetie. I said, uh-uh, you need to look at that. <laughs> she said, yep, like I said, you're good. I said, That's all. I appreciate that. I just wanted you to check it. <laughs> just so you can say you got ID'd. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I got a good ID story after this. So okay. continue. So we walk in. They walk in right behind us, and they're with some other guy. And uh, so we're walking, like, the length of the thing. You walk down almost kind of like a long, almost sort of a hallway, but there's yep. games on both sides and stuff. And then it kind of opens up into yep. the whole thing. Well, we're walking through the whole thing, and we go almost all the way to the back of the place, Where at the, least to the middle. Okay. And they're behind, right behind us the entire time. And then eventually, we kind of, like, scoot over, and they walk, like, right, right next to us and ahead a little bit. So we're, like, right, plenty of opportunity to talk to them if we wanted to. And your boy didn't do it? No. No, um, he threatened to because he loves to embarrass me. So, but uh, no, he didn't. I one hundred percent man. No, I really did think about it because then. But then the thing is, is if you just turn around and you're cool about it, you're like, "Oh man, hey, we're coming to see you guys tonight. Super stoked for the show." And then 
turn around, maybe you get a little more like, oh, hey, you guys from around here? And it's like, yeah, we are. And next thing you know, you might become best friends with Sklar Brothers. I know. If I wasn't such a socially uncomfortable guy. Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying, let like them it. do it. Let them be the ones. Yeah. You're I'm right. surprised they didn't look at you and go, I, hey, I played that you scenario fresh- out in my mind. Are you the Trust high school me. freshman basketball coach at Oak Hills? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'll- That's the thing. I, did, I don't want to be recognized for that. So I, so I, I figured they might, you know, they might say something about that, but anyway. Um, so then we, so they go on and then we, so we start kind of walking around and stuff and we take a couple laps and just look around what's going on. And then we eventually stop and up the escalator comes the Sklar brothers again. And they're standing maybe 25 feet away from us with this, with this other guy. And they're just standing right there and we're just standing right there nobody's talking to them nobody stops nobody recognizes them or stops them or talks to them the entire time we and them. they're there for their show so there's got to be a thousand people there for their show how many people how many pl- that place doesn't probably hold a thousand maybe this was this was part of the part of the the thing about this story take on it it was very i'm no i'll, I'll just say it now embarrassing it was what? it was in this it was in the ballroom i there, know where that big ballroom down, is i went downstairs. that's where i went to go watch mike tyson Oh, okay. When he did his one-man show, okay, it was there. I know exactly where you're at. It, it looks like maybe it only seats a couple hundred, maybe. Yeah. That's why I said a 1,000. I was like, ah, I probably didn't see that. And much. it was not full. Wow. It was not full. I, I was surprised by that. I, doing a show in Lawrenceburg is one thing. I feel like they would get more people if they did the Taft Theater. Or, yeah, but or, that's Cincinnati still, basically. Yeah. But it's sort of not too, I think. Yeah, like, I guess I guess if you're I guess it's 70 75 and west and south of 74. Like it's it isn't far, but I feel like people just did either didn't know about the show or didn't go to it for some reason. I don't know. It was a Saturday night. I don't know. Uh, but so anyway, we uh <clears throat> so we have a bunch of opportunities to talk to the guys, they're right there, and then they walk right past us again. Uh, to go over and then they go sit at the little bar or whatever, um, which a, a little while later they had some country band playing. I guess some okay. some band that a lot of people knew because there were people there to see them too. More people for the for the Probably hometown country band than there was for the actual Sklar Brothers right. comedy show. Just as many, but um, anyway, so yeah, eventually we we go down and um, and see the show. The guy that opened for him was a local guy. Um, I didn't know who he was, David something. Don't remember his name, but um, he bombed. He he had a tough time, buddy. Yeah. He had a tough time. I I felt really bad because, first of all, I mean, sometimes, like, comedians talk about how the crowd is good or bad. Uh-huh. And I sometimes I think, like, okay, but if you think the crowd was bad, isn't some of that just you not do, not being very yeah, good? And, or and I think some, I think sometimes when they say that, it's more like all right, because sometimes people need a certain type of crowd. So maybe a bad crowd for them is just a crowd that isn't going to get this. They can tell the exact same joke the exact same way and get another crowd to be dying laughing, but it's just not the right mix of yeah. of, of of personalities, if you will. Totally right. Um, senses of humor. For some reason, there weren't a lot of laughs for that first guy. There were a couple. He had a couple of jokes that weren't bad, but he yeah. he didn't look totally comfortable. I don't know how long he had been doing it, but um, 
Yeah, he opened, and then but then the Sklar brothers came on, and they were awesome. I mean, they, they always are so, the way that so they good. the way they can talk so fast and not make it seem they, it seems like it's it doesn't seem planned out, right? That's they, unbelievable to me. They they talk over each other and make it sound good. Yeah, they make it work by like talking over each other, mm-hmm. and it's and I mean they I think some of that is they do it on like they know exactly where they're jumping in yeah but a lot of it is they have an idea they know what they're going to say but it, it might be be tweaked a little bit show to show or sure. whatever you know just the same theme same yep. same jokes but the way they do it the way they you know I, i'm sure they have the same guy says the same thing or maybe this would I have can i ask idea. you a question yeah. did you run into the sklar brothers in the bathroom i did not oh i thought that's where this whole thing was going i wish, I wish. So this is where it's going. Sklar, Sklar show was great. It was it was fantastic. I was disappointed in the crowd and in um, in yeah, just the people that didn't show up, I guess. But um, and they were they were joking about we're doing it. You know, we're playing in the basement of a, of a casino. <laughs> um, they made a, a Pete Rose. Uh, likes little girls joke to open yeah. it up <laughs> um, there you go. Uh, and how he's a gambling addict and all that kind of, I mean, they were, um, as a matter of fact, so one more quick thing. So we're sitting there and we get there, we're sitting, um, third row. Okay. Almost dead center. Yeah. Fantastic seats. And we're sitting there and then people start filing in and, and people are sitting around us. So there's a couple that, that comes in the other side and sits next to my friend and um, they, the guy and him start talking a little bit. And then his wife leans over and says, Hey, um, I have my, my elderly parents here with me. She said, are these guys like dirty or, and, and he looks at me, he's like, you, you know, I don't know. And I'm like, "Uh, I don't think, you know, they're, they're, they can, they can they joke can, about yeah. some things, but they're not too bad. I don't. They're think. not like we're not we're not you're not coming to see Whitney Cummings, right? <clears throat> they had at least two or three jokes that I'm like I look over like oh sorry I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, <laughs> they went good. they went all out on some of them, but very 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 funny. So here's the thing: the my buddy that I went with, all right, he spends a lot of the night really selling me on the bidet he oh, says this is awesome he says so stoked i am yeah i am a huge bidet guy now okay he said I, I for whatever reason somebody told me about it or something or i tried it got one on amazon 30 bucks yep hook it up to, to the install. toilet yep there it it's goes got its own nozzle cleaner on it and everything he said, well, he said, yeah, he said there, you, they can go from 30 bucks to 5,000. 5, they have all yep. kinds. So he says, he explains the whole thing, how this one works yeah. that, he, that he uses and stuff. He's like, I've got 30 people that I know that now own bidets and adore them. A hundred percent. I'm with this guy right now. I'm okay. all in with this guy. All right. So. He's like, I, he's like, you have to, he's like, you have to get one. You did have you go, to. Did you buy a bidet? I told him, I said, you know what? I've been thinking about it for a long time. Okay. I think you might've just convinced me. Now it would have been easy. And I probably would have just gone home and forgotten all about it and not cared about it. Cause I just don't want to deal with having to order it and putting it in and all that. 
He sends me the link later that night. Yes. I'm like, all right. So purchase made. Purchase made. I haven't put it in yet, but I just, before I came here, I opened it up and looked at everything. You understand? Yeah, it's pretty, you just hook up a little, it's just got an attachment to your, uh, to your, to your shut off to the Mm -hmm. toilet. Yep. Hook her bad boy up, hook it to the toilet seat. Good to go. I'm nervous, but I'm going to give it a shot. Let me tell you something first off. Okay. Don't turn it on all the way. Right. Well, I mean, just, I mean, that's on, that's, that's preference, my man. Here's the thing. So this bad, it's not like a, a French bidet, like, it, or, you know, whatever, how, wherever they come from. And like, they shoot straight up in the air. Okay. Right. These bad boys are on an angle. Okay. Now I, for one year, we do gift exchanges, like we have a tool exchange and we do stuff like that. Danny opened up the bidet that I bought. Danny uses the bidet that I bought. He tells me about it. He says it's awesome. My brother-in-law opened the one up for the other side. It's still sitting in his bathroom. Never put it in there. I'm about to just take it. But here's the deal. So at work, we got one. Oh, okay. And nobody uses it. They think it's ridiculous and they can't believe it. And I'm like, I'm going in there. So we, we get this new place about a year ago. And I'm, I'm, we're talking about the bidet and how great it is. Like, you guys got to do this. I'm telling you. They're like, well, you know, what do we just put, put uh, 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 rags in there? You, so you're just supposed to, you're supposed to cut out toilet paper. I said, oh, no, I still, still finish up with toilet paper. I'm not like sure. doing this to save the earth. I'm doing it to get a little fresh and clean, a little fresher and cleaner than I was. All of a sudden, this guy goes to the bathroom, comes back out. And he's soaking wet. <laughs> he's standing in front of the toilet, turns the knob on, and it shoots like a flipping jet engine right into his chest, soaking wet. So be careful. There's a big wet stain on the like on the on the wall in front of it where you could tell this is not the first time that happened. <laughs> Somebody turned that knob and it shot across the damn thing. So uh, I will tell you that now some of them have a uh, for females has a female setting. Mm-hmm. So you can like it, some of them just have the one and then some you turn to female and it'll just come up and get you entertained a little bit. If you if you're if you're into a little now, that's a little reaches out a little further, reaches out a little further. Yeah, it hits you in the taint or the, the backside of the sack. Sure. But, uh, you know, tickle the sack a little bit. But I'm I'm, clean I'm why not? You know, what I mean, that's a tough. I mean, it's a, it's a stinky part. You know what I mean? I guess. It's a stinky part. So, but anyway, the bidet, I'm telling you, you hit that thing. Now, here's the thing, though. You know how people always talk about, oh, man, clinched up. Like, you know, you, uh, oh, boy, you puckered your butthole up or whatever. It really made me pucker up. Like, go down a, a hill on a, on a roller coaster, stuff like that. Don't. You, you tighten, you clinch. Don't right? clinch, bud. Don't clinch. Don't clinch. You have to purposely. Give it the old exhale as you go. <laughs> then all of a sudden it's like, oh, okay, okay. But don't clinch and hold that up there because then it's a weird feeling the rest of the day. <laughs> it's like you just can't get a couple drops out of your butthole. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I, I'm worried about a couple things. So that, all right. And then he was telling me all, yeah, he was telling me about technique and all this kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> You'll get used to it. You'll know. The weird thing is when you go to drop a deuce and you like sit back to relax and you feel what was that? It's the little nozzle 
push up. So you got to kind of give yourself a little space. You I don't, up a little I don't relax. I, I, I mean, I'll relax myself, but I'm up, I'm up front. You're up on the knees, I'm up front. Yeah. But, the, but sometimes you, you're up front and it scoots your booty back. Just gotta be careful. That's all I'm saying. I got you. I got just, you. I'm just saying. So that's the other thing I've always been worried about with the bidet is, um, am I, am I not going to get crap on it? I mean, and so, so it's got a nozzle clean and I'll explain. So you're, so this thing, Okay, so so it's you saw how it works. It's got the the little cylinder in the very back of the attachment that goes on your toilet seat. That's where the water shoots out. If you look at it when it's closed, there's nothing. It's just it's just a cylinder. Okay. Okay. When you turn it on, that cylinder turns itself around, and then water comes out. Okay. As you turn it, and you turn it back to close it, it turns around. So then it has nozzle cleaner where you turn just turn the water on and it keeps it closed right there. So the actual nozzle itself can clean itself by spraying into that. But you got to, yeah, you, I mean, you got to wash it just like you wash the underneath your toilet seat. If you got a little explosion action going on, you know what I mean? Okay. I mean, you never know, but okay. yeah, it's got a nozzle cleaner though, that you can use, hit that real quick, just in case water will kind of spit around a little bit, but not get, not getting right up on you. Make sure in case there was any particles on the tip of the nozzle getting ready to go into the anus mm-hmm. that it cleans itself off before you got nice, fresh, clean water. Okay. <laughs> you know, as clean as toilet water can be, but, but it's as clean as tap water. It's the same thing that's coming out of your tap. Yeah. It, that's except, how clean it is. Except you don't poop in your sink, you know, no, right, you don't. right, right in front of the, right in front of the nozzle. Where no, but that's what I'm saying. It's not right in front. It's got, it's closed off. The nozzle's not exposed while you're dropping a deuce. Right. Yeah. But the structure is still there on. That's why you give it a quick, turn it on, clean it all off. Make sure that the water sprays all over and then turn it off and then open her back up. Boom. Hit yourself. And now you've got fresh and clean. Okay. Yeah. I I, I mean, you're spraying your butthole. Doesn't matter if it's, I mean, what's what's the difference? That's so The water is getting ready to get dirty it's gonna take me some getting used to for sure i'm gonna have to figure out how to do this but i'm gonna give it a shot i've heard almost every single person i've ever heard talk about it says it's outstanding Uh, i'm gonna tell you right now i love so i use i i use the flushable wipes that's an amazing that's that's what i do as well that is an amazing feeling so if you're using the flushable wipes you've got a clean butthole already I mean, that's cleaner than any TP is going to do you. Yep. But this right here, I, I don't know. So I'll tell you, man, you got to sit there for a second to get yourself and you got to get a little movement going to make sure you get the entire crust in the entire circle. I mean, it depends on how big the old anus hole is. You know what I mean? To see how much you got to really got to clean off. But I, I think I think it's uh, I, th- I think I like my wipes better. Yeah, but but I really enjoy a good day. I get it, but like that. <laughs> okay, look, um, I'll I'll report back when I get that thing installed, so probably stoked. this weekend. Just just be ready because when you hit that first, and, and here's the other deal, it's cold. Yeah, it's cold water. You can buy the one that's got a hot water attachment, but then you got run hot water over towards your bath. There's also one that runs through like a heat filament, but that one's got to be plugged in like there's a lot of things that you can get into some fancy stuff going i don't think i'm gonna get there but don't need it we'll you see. don't need it look it's i mean it's just a little quick chill just don't 
oh, don't pucker up because you'll suck up a little bit of water when you do it. He was telling me Howard Stern does that on purpose. Really? He's he's got a, a whole system. He he gets oh he it. like gets it in there and then shakes his butt around like you're swishing water I around in so. your mouth. I guess so. Sounds like a loose butthole to me. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know how I feel about a loose. I don't want a loose butthole. I don't want to know no. that my butthole's loose enough to suck up and hold water. I don't want to know that. I have boy. I'm not. I have no idea what. <laughs> it's gonna be. I don't know. Just I might end up just being too scared to try it. I don't know. No. Come on. Worst comes to worst. You set it up. You hook it up. You drop a deuce. Let it fly. That's what he said. He said, and then you don't like it. Guess what? You just take the thing back off. That's what he. That's what my friend said too. He's like, if you don't like it, it's thirty bucks. You know, and give it to your brother. I bet your brother would use it. There's maybe, no chance. Maybe not after I have. <laughs> well, I mean, clean it. Use bleach. Clean it. No, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure. You're not, not putting it in your mouth. <laughs> no, I mean, there's probably something on the internet where somebody drinks the bidet water. Uh, I'm guessing. I mean, you could spray it out like a like a water fountain. I don't think there'd be anything wrong with that. It's as clean as the water that would come out of your sink. It's not touching your toilet water in any way. It's not touching the top deck toilet water in any way. It's literally coming straight out of the same pipe that your tap water comes out of. Mm. Yeah, get you a little drink of some water while you're at it. You stand in front. See if you can shoot it in somebody's mouth. I'm just going to tell everybody I got a water fountain. I, got a water, <laughs> I added a water fountain. When I'm done brushing my teeth, I, I had a wa- drink of water like that. I had a water fountain put in my bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like uh, it. All right. Well, look, um, we've got maybe a couple more things to talk here. So let's go. We want to go through quickly what I did last weekend. Yes. Um, I, I, Made a big purchase. I think I might have talked, talked about, about it on it. the podcast. Yep, because I right. talked about opening some baseball cards up. That's right. That's right. So I ordered, found three boxes of cards on this website, this card shop in New York somewhere, and uh, found some reasonable priced boxes, reasonably priced boxes. Got uh, 87 tops baseball, mm-hmm. 88 score baseball, and 89.90 NBA hoops uh big fan of all three of those so what did we pull what did you pull what kind of fire came out of these boxes um the 87 tops i got myself uh the pete rose manager card oh okay i like that i like that i got a barry larkin at least 25 cents what's that worth it's worth at least 25 cents i got the barry larkin okay probably a dollar fifty um (laughs) Got uh, what else in that one? Got a wait a minute, oh. eighty-seven Larkin. Mm-hmm. Is that that's not his rookie? 80, 86? I think eighty-six was rookie. Yeah. Okay. Um, Tony Gwynn. Oh, uh, any TGs are always good. And the All-Star Tony Gwynn. Uh, love the All-Star winner. Uh, Cal Ripken. I think I got the Cal Ripken and the Cal Ripken All-Star as well. Awesome. Um, a couple others. Uh, oh, uh, turn back the clock. Turn back, the, turn clocks back the clocks. Those were so great. Got uh, Ricky Henderson. I had uh, what I was the turn back the clock? What was it? Uh, I forget. Uh, he had a thousand stolen bases in the game one time or something. I forget. Oh, okay. So it was for Ricky Henderson. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, couple, a couple of Reggie Jackson turn back the clocks. I didn't pull those. The, I'm, I'm trying to just think of the ones I put in plastics, but 
Um, anyway, yeah, a few things like that. The score, the 88 score, it, it, the, they have the different color borders. They're yep. like purple and blue and yellow green. and orange and green. Um, I love those. Absolutely. I love the look, especially like the purple ones and the blue ones and stuff. Yeah. Um, Eric Davis. I did oh, get an yeah, ED in baby. that one. Got the ED. I um, like it. I got a Gwyn in that one, I'm pretty sure. Got a Ripken. Nolan Ryan. Um, who else? Barry Bonds in that one. Got it. Um, Ozzy Smith. Is that what year is that? 88. 88. I don't know that any, there were any big rookies yeah. uh, in that year, but anyway, yeah, uh, just, just some cool, you know, just plenty of Hall of Famers. That's awesome. It's always fun to rip open a Hall of Famer. Yeah, it was awesome. So, and then I went 89. So I opened those. Pocket? You gave puckets? I did get, yeah, I did get a couple from Pocket. I like the pocket. Absolutely. Um, Opened the baseball Friday night. Okay. Okay. Spent an hour and a half or something, two hours opening all those packs for those two boxes. Save the 89.90 hoops for Sunday night. Oh, yeah. Bro. All weekend long, I'm looking forward to that. Stoked. So I finally get to it Sunday night, and I'm, I'm opening those. It's the uh, – so these are the ones that are – there's like a, an arc, like it's the lane, yeah. you know, like the key. And uh, they're white. It's a white border. They have the key. Uh, and then – you know, has the guy, has the name across the top. Got a Jordan. Yes. The most important one. Most important one. I looked at it, so I did, I don't pay for the Beckett thing, so I don't – for the Beckett app. So I didn't actually get a – and then also it really depends on the uh, the rating that it would get, which – 100%. You don't really know that unless you send it in or you whatever. Got, it, it costs 30 bucks to send one of those things in, so your card has to be worth at least, you know – yeah, a hundred bucks to even think about. But there are people that send in three dollar cards to get graded, which is silly. But yeah, um, no. But the 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 biggest question is centering, right? Like that's, I mean, your mm-hmm. corners are going to be phenomenal on a brand new pack. So centering, how was the centering? You know what? I didn't even really think to look closely at that. Um, so maybe I'll have to go back and do that. But I, I did look at. I looked it up and saw like kind of what that card is being sold for online. And it looked like on average, uh, probably what I have is somewhere around like 165 or so. Wow. Nice. And then I also got the Jordan all-star card in that year. And that one looks like it's sold. It's being sold like around 125, 130, something like that. Wow. Couple nice cards there, boss. Got a bird, got an Akeem Olajuwon. David Robinson. Um, oh man, lots of good. Uh, Stockton, Stockton, uh, all star, Chris Mullen, all star. Oh, the Mullen. Um, I, a bu- I got a bunch of really, really good ones. A lot, ton of, a ton of Hall of Famers in that. I love that. Any old cards are so, 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 so much fun to, to play with. Yeah. Yeah. And now that I really have looked, because for a while I was just kind of looking at Amazon. Yeah. And it's getting harder and harder to find boxes on there. So now I'm like trying to broaden my search and I found this this thing there. They had boxes for a couple thousand dollars you could buy. Sure. 
but it's I found the ones that were yeah the ones up. where you could possibly pull a Griffey rookie or a Jordan right. rookie or stuff like that. You're you're gonna pay more for them. Yeah, but I'm totally happy. It's just the practice of in the in the anticipation of opening those cards from when we were kids and even I had a great time. So I'm talking to my cousin, Jared, who was a huge, he was just as into baseball cards as we were. And uh, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I even, I was like, yeah, you want to come over and open some packs with me? (laughs) And he's he's like, Oh man, I would look, he's like, he's like, send me, you know, what you get. Yeah. Send me the good stuff you get. So, um, you know, so I'm sending him, I'm like snapping a little picture every time I get something I know he would like or whatever. Sending him in, and then I start sending my brother all the funniest common cards of guys that you've never <sighs> yes. heard of that look yes. really funny yes. that have hilarious, especially names. back in the in the eighties, oh in God. the early nineties. Oh, there yeah. are so many of those. Oh yeah, um, and so I start sending him some of those. Uh, some the really white guy funny. from Drexel. <laughs> I don't know who he is. I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and there were there were a bunch of basketball, but even more baseball. I oh mean, God, the baseball are so good. Oh my God, the, the faces with the mustaches. A lot so of mustaches. many mustaches in yeah. in eighties and early nineties baseball. So many mustaches. Some real goofy looking dudes, man. <laughs> with oh, some man. really funny names. And they're not even like mullets, but they're they're because the hair's the same length front to back. It's just odd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh that was so funny um so anyway had a fun time doing that but and you know got excited about every pack i was opening got excited about something nice they were bad packs just remembering some of those old guys names and stuff that i haven't seen yep. in a long time those are the other fun so ones too fun. when you're sitting there and you're like oh this nixon oh man yeah hey. exactly hey it's willie mcgee you know what i mean stuff oh, like I got, that i got a couple of willies in there yeah. oh yeah <laughs> old long neck willie <laughs> Oh man, that's so, awesome! Anyway, yeah, that was fun. Good, was fun. I like to hear that. Yep, I like to hear that. Uh, so, should we talk some sports that has gone down here recently? Let's do it. There's not a lot going on, but we've got a little something going on. There's a lot going on. There's, there's a lot not... going on, but nothing that we. Yeah, let's. I don't. Eh, Anything yeah, worth we're good. really talking about eh, that much? Good. So, however, our boy John Morant is in Utah of all places, right? Wasn't he in Utah? Denver. He was in Denver. Sorry, not Utah. He's in Denver. In Denver, of all places, playing for because he plays for the uh, Memphis Grizzlies, and he goes out to to hang out after the game, or um, and goes to the strip club and gets on his Instagram live and 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 shows himself with a gun. I think it was just a regular club. No, it was a strip club. Was it? That I mean, that uh, everything oh. I heard, it was a strip club. Okay. All right. So I guess he's there. Um, this is like the fourth incident in the last month or two months. Yeah. Or so like they, they, the big the big thing on the tweet box and other places are, is this the first basketball player ever trying to get out of the NBA? Like right. Doing everything he can to get himself kicked out of the NBA. Yeah. And Instead it's of, not. Trust me, a lot of guys have done stuff. <laughs> yes. Yes. Plenty. Um, so anyway, let's go real quick on some of the stuff that's been going on lately. So just about a month ago, um, there's a, a an incident. He was they were playing in Indiana, all right, and the Pacers, some of the Pacers traveling staff or something, um said he he got into it with somebody there. In fact, 
following a game between the Indiana Pacers and Memphis Grizzlies on January 29th in Memphis, oh, in Memphis, sorry, acquaintances of Grizzlies star John Moran aggressively confronted members of the Pacers traveling party near the team's bus and the loading area of FedEx Forum and later someone in a slow-moving SUV, which Morant was riding in, uh, trained a red laser on them. Uh, let's see. No police report was filed. So, red, oh, let's see. They believe the red laser was attached to a gun. Pacer security guard said that's 100% a gun. So, yeah, that, that's what I heard back then, that he was seen with a gun or somebody in the, I guess somebody that was with him in the vehicle had a gun. And apparently there was a red laser on it. Um, unlike the laser pointers that we used to have. Yeah, the, I mean, he could have hooked a laser pointer onto it. Maybe. Either way, if Doubt it's it. on a gun. Yeah, probably not a good idea. idea. Uh, and then just a, just a week ago, um, there was a report of two separate incidents um, that, hap- that have happened in the last uh, handful of months or whatever. Um, one was there was a pickup basketball game at Jaws' house. I think this is in the offseason. And things got heated, like, for some reason, like pickup basketball games still do. And there was a 17-year-old kid that claimed that Ja showed him a gun and was like getting into it with him and then showed him a gun. Like, you know, this is your, this is your future. If you're, if you don't shut up or whatever. Right. Um, I guess he said, or some people with him said that the kid walked away, still yelling at him saying he's going to come back and blow his whole house up or something like that. So anyway, good time there. And then, um, and then the finish line at the mall <laughs> where his mom gets oh, into a geez. dispute at a finish line with an employee there, calls Jaw. Jaw and nine people show up, threaten the employee, and tell him he's going to get it uh, <laughs> when he gets off work. And, and, uh, I think there was a, I want to say, it doesn't say anything about a gun in that one. Um, but anyway, he went there with a bunch of people and were threatening to, threatening violence on, on this person. And then the one, uh, three days after that report comes out about both of those incidents, Ja, <laughs> how dumb, anyway, I'm Instagram not, live. I'm not going to, 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 to ripped the guy right i don't know how he grew up i don't know how he lives i don't know like people do different Apparently. people come up different things different ways and, and here's what it is i'm gonna say this the best thing that could have ever happened was he finally took some games off he it needs like he needs help the dude not help like like he needs help because he's mentally messed up he needs help from an outside source that says hey you are now a millionaire you're one of you you came from nothing i'm in basketball i'm not talking about in life i'm in basketball like he was he was randomly seen was at a at a uh tournament that no one was there to look at him and you know and and was able to get a a a scholarship off of this one tournament that he played in and you know became this unbelievable basketball player uh, you know for a year in college and and you know, then he can't shoot, and he gets he, he's able to shoot now, and he can, becomes just an absolute star on the basketball court. Mm-hmm. Now it's time for someone to step in the the Grizzlies for the Grizzlies and say, 
that life's over now. You can't have that life because if you want to still be about that life, be about that life. Listen to me. If you still want to be about that life, this isn't going to last. So if this money is a way, something you love, and this is how you want to be, and you want to continue to make this generational type money for your family and the future of your family, and he's got a kid, I see pictures with him and his kid all the time. Then, then this is, this, this is, it's over. Like, this is where it has to end now. Yeah. And I'm not telling, like, I'm not telling you to stop hanging out with your boys, but if your boys are part of the problem, then they need to get on the same, they need to be on the same track. We're done. It's over. Mm-hmm. We're done. Let's take a year and just chill and, 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 and try to get our heads right. Yep. Yep. His boys. Yeah. I mean, he's not going to have just a year to, no, I'm not. I'm not saying hey, no, 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 I'm not talking yeah. about that. That's what I mean. Like he's got to, then he has to relay this to his boys and it's not going to be easy. Like, it's not like the, it's, I mean, it's easy to say from here on this side, mm-hmm. it's not easy to do, man. You're talking, I mean, it's a, it's tough. Sure. You know what? A life, if, if he lives a certain lifestyle and it's, it involves what, you know, guns and violence and, and being, I don't know, uh, like gang related activity. Somebody was saying, I think it was, was a Michael Wilbon or somebody was saying like, he's been seen several times throwing up crip signs and stuff or no, it was, um, it was Skip Bayless. Sorry, Michael Wilbon. <laughs> oh, wow. That's a big difference. Say, <laughs> that is a big difference. Like you saying that it came, that came from Michael Wilbon, I take it totally differently than when you say it came yeah. from Skip Bayless. So do I. So do I. Uh, I love Michael Wilbon. Um, anyway. <clears throat> Me too. Uh, but it, anyway, you know what? And not just him, but former a lot of former players that are in the media have talked about that Jalen Rose has this kind of long rant that was really really good he's done Jalen Rose has done this for again on on people like this quite a few times because he's the the poster child for it that's exactly what he said he said I am John Morant he said I was I was into that same stuff he said I was around a lot of those kind of people that were into a crazy lifestyle that that was not good for my career and for my, my maturity and all that kind of stuff. And he, he said, I was, I, he said, I was part of all that stuff. And he's like, I had to, I had to get my head on straight. I had to grow up and I had to make sure I, I got around the right people and that kind of thing. <clears throat> so um, that's exactly, I mean, thank God a lot of these, a lot of these older guys that played before are, are speaking out about are speaking up about that. And, it sounds like he's got a lot of people he can go to he, that yeah. are going to be in his ear in the right kind of way. They like need that. to get into his ear now. They need to figure out how they should be reaching out to him already or reaching out to the Grizzlies or reaching out to somebody. Like, I'm sure a lot of guys have reached out to him. And so at first they said uh, he's going to be away from the team for at least two games. He's going to so miss. That was the start, yep. And then and then uh, Taylor Jenkins the other yesterday, I think, said, you know, it's kind of indefinite we there's not really a timeline and then today they said it's going to be at least four games so um who knows how much time he's going to miss but hopefully he is all the right people are are getting in his ear now like you said and and he under he starts to understand wait a second reset my mentality here what in the world am i doing right i'm gonna ruin a lot of potentially great stuff here um 
if I don't get my head on straight and I don't quit this, whatever kind of lifestyle you want to call that. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I, I hopefully this, and, and you know what, I don't think there's any bigger, uh, motivator than missing games too. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. If, he, if he's a competitor, if he really cares about it, missing games is, is, should, should be as loud as anything when it comes and to. And they the have, correct. they have, uh, been very good this year. I mean, yep. So, um, not having him on the floor, maybe losing a couple games, maybe then all of a sudden some teammates become part of this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, hey, bro, we got something going here. We got something going here. And when you're not on the court, it doesn't roll the same way it rolls when you're on the court. Get your act together and get back on the court and let's play ball. They were one of the top two teams in the West for a lot of the year. Yeah. And then they had a, a kind of a bad streak for a while there, and they uh, they lost like six straight or something like that, and eight out of nine or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've kind of bounced back since then, and they're back. I think they're back in the two seed. They're in the two or three seed now in the West again, and they already went through their young team playoff run last year. They yep. got far enough where now it feels like they got that one year experience that I think every young team usually needs. Yep. And now make a run. Now this is the time they can get to the Western conference finals. They can maybe even break through and get to the finals. I mean, the, the West isn't exactly like one or two really super dominant teams this year. The nuggets are number one, but it's, it's the, the Grizzlies can beat the nuggets in a seven, a seven game series. And the the Suns picked up Kevin Durant. You know what I mean? And yeah. yeah, And so, they're going to be a good team. I'll, now, from what I understand, I haven't seen them play, but apparently they have zero depth. Um, well, yeah, they trade away everybody. Yeah, but but, but that's but that, what I'm saying is 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 that could hurt you in a seven game series. Sure. Whereas a one game, it's a totally different thing. Right. Anyway, um, big opportunity for Josh. Big opportunity. He's for got them. it. He's got to get his head on. I hope here. he does, man. For him, I hope he does. I hope it works out. And and yeah, I'm never one to say stop hanging out with your boys. But at some point in time, you got to know the ones. If they're bad for you, you have to. Yeah, I mean, it is <laughs> what it is. When you're making millions and millions of dollars, mm-hmm. he'll make hundreds of millions of dollars if he keeps his head on straight. Easily. Hundreds. Mm-hmm. Yep. And and you just got to figure it out. It's going to be tough for him. And, you know, it's a life. You, you basically are starting a second life starting right now. Yep. You have to. And, it, and it's change. It's a positive change. Don't, I mean, if he can't break through that mentality, like this is, this makes me a tough guy. This mm-hmm. makes me, you know, uh, credible to certain types of people yeah. that I want to be credible for. If he's fixed on that and he can't change that about his, in his mind, then he's in trouble. Then he's, he's not going to break through it. And he's going to, he's going to end up like Gilbert Arenas and a couple other guys that had trouble with, Yep. doing stupid stuff like this. Yep. And so I don't know, I hopefully, but he's going to have enough support. I think between the team, the rest of the guys in the NBA and the guys that played in the past that, you know, Steven Jackson and Matt, Matt Barnes say, yeah. had that podcast together and they've talked about it. Like they obviously have aged a little bit and have gotten a little yep. bit more mature. And they're like, we did all that stupid stuff back in the day. It's not worth it. It's dumb. 
You gotta, you gotta get your head on straight. Your whole career is gonna be a lot better. Easy to say, easy to say after you've already done all the stupid stuff, and that you know what I mean. Sure, but it, that's the thing. Like those guys, those are the guys. That, it's on, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, good luck, good luck to them. I don't, I don't really want to see the Grizzlies. When I, they're they got a couple guys that aren't very likable. But anyway, I mean that's the, that's the other thing about the Grizzlies are. That that John Morant attitude is part of the reason why they are where they are, because John Morant is he's 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 a tough son of a gun, man. And they and they've got a little bravado, a little you know, what I mean, they've never been there, but you wouldn't know it by watching them. They they talk like they've been there forever. You know what I mean? But there's a little bit to that, you know, swag or confidence that you have to have or 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 cockiness that you have to have to be able to excel at that level yeah yep you're right about that um i don't know man i, I it's and you know what there's only five weeks or something left of the regular season yep so it's it's the clock's ticking you got to make your moves now you got to start playing your get to where you're peaking uh in the next month or so entering the uh Entering the playoffs, you do. And and speaking of entering the playoffs, you know, have you been paying attention? Have you been paying attention to the L.A. Lakers? Uh, yeah, they're uh, they like seven and two since trading Russell Westbrook. They are now in the nine seed. They are in the play-in game as we speak. Now there's eight seed. There's is it? How's that work? Ten. But so is it seven to ten? Is six, in that oh, got to play that other thing? Or yeah, seven to ten. Seven to yeah. ten play whatever. But they are, they are two games. I'm sorry, they're one and a half games out of the sixth seed. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They're two yeah, games they're... away from the fifth seed. Look out, NBA. Yeah, I mean we'll see. They've got know. some shooters. They've they've spread the floor. They, LeBron hasn't been playing, making Anthony Davis be a star on this team, and he stayed healthy. I'm really excited. I'm, I'm excited for Lakers fans like my boy to 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 have something to be to cheer for. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Um, you know what? There are a lot of other teams that are that have been good all year, not just in the last ten games. But. Sure, but they don't have LeBron James on their team. No, but they have Nikola Jokic and John Morant. I mean, obviously the <laughs> Joker. That, that well, that's the East. I'm not talking about the West. Yeah, I mean, obviously the Suns <laughs> and, and the Nuggets Durant. and are are going to be up at the top. I mean, that the Nuggets are a are a tough team to beat. Yeah, Jokic is. Oh, did you see that they took away the triple double from uh, Giannis from Giannis the other day at the end of the game? He took a ball and just threw it up towards the backboard so he get a rebound. I was glad. I was glad I, they took it away. So that's a rule. There's, there's a. It says that it cannot be. It's not considered a shot if you are purposely missing something to, uh, for, to to get a rebound or whatever. So like when people throw the ball off the backboard and dunk it, that doesn't count as a shot, rebound, and and point. So yeah, I didn't really know that until the until the other day. Yeah, and I was listening to everybody talk about that because I know that the. You know, with all this gambling and betting and everything on all these apps now, there was a lot. It was a thousand. It was plus a thousand. So if you bet a hundred dollars, you'd get a thousand back. If you bet Giannis to get a triple double in that game, 
Really? So these casinos weren't paying anybody out until they figured out what, what the real deal was. Hmm. And they didn't pay anybody, ended up not paying anybody out. I was glad, you know, when I first heard about that, um, I didn't see it until I had heard. I saw it. It didn't even look, I was like, why is he doing? Cause I didn't, I didn't hear what it, it was just watching ESPN in the background and I turned it on and they said he was, he got himself a triple double by doing it. Yeah. I, I was, I was disappointed to hear that he did that because I'm like, I, Giannis is better than that. He, I, I, I'm surprised that he would do something like that. And then when I saw the video, he did it. It almost looked to me like they were te- like people were telling him to do it. Like he, he went down and, and maybe he already knew, but he kind of stopped and held it for a minute. And then even somebody on the other team was like, came up and just stood right next to him. He dribbled down to the basket. I know, but then he stopped and he just held the yeah, ball because he was going to do it. And then he realized this is not the right thing to do. And he held the ball and he's like, you know what? It's another triple double. That's what I think happened. It, it seemed like people were, were like, I guarantee there are people trying to convince him to do it all in the entire crowd, but that doesn't make it right. Right. The whole crowd's telling you to jump off a bridge. You're not going to jump off a bridge. That's what, well, yeah, I'm not even talking about the crowd. I mean, more like the the team, the same thing for that. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. I, I, I was glad that they took it away. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Anyway, I don't just, just popped in my head. Yeah. No, good call. Um, okay. Look, we've got, trying to think of who <laughs> i was trying to think of some kentucky uh, uh we we're just talking about the nuggets you got uh murray over there with the nuggets jamal murray with the nuggets speaking of the nuggets and jamal murray let's get to our uh this week's mount rushmore which adam has chosen the mount rushmore of university of kentucky basketball players that's right because we're both huge kentucky fans <laughs> yeah um so I'm I'm pretty excited about this. There's a ton of great names in Kentucky basketball. Yeah, but it was a lot harder to me than I thought it would be. So part of what I was going through this was who are the guys that I like, like I, not necessarily from college, but from the NBA. You know what I mean? Like, like I really, really like Devin Booker. I watched him in college, but was, you know, was he my favorite UK player? Right. So I'm very interested to see how this is going to go. I mean, uh, you go ahead. Start us off, bud. Tell us what you got. And and did you take anybody that was a year, like a, one of these one and dones? Um, I, your, your John walls, your John walls, but there are so many Demarcus cousins and Anthony Davis, Anthony Davis. And, uh, uh, almost said Joel Embiid. Uh, what's the, what's that guy's name? They ended up getting hurt and barely played at all. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Big, tall, lanky guy. Um, Jamal Murray was one, was he not? Was he, he was a one and done. Mm, I don't remember. Maybe two, but I'm pretty sure he was a one and done. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I, I didn't take any of those guys. Okay. Um, Julius Randle. Actually, Randle might have played two or three years. I think he did. Yeah. I love Julius Randle. I love Julius Randle in college, dude. He was awesome. Yeah. Um, and he's on one of the hottest teams in basketball right now. The Knicks are yep. playing very well. So here's what I did. 
a lot of these, if you look up on, if you Google greatest Kentucky basketball players ever, mm-hmm. whatever, there's, you know, plenty of lists and there are so many guys. This is such a storied program. There are so many guys from the forties and fifties. That's I don't know any of them. So they're not going to be on mine. Except, you know, like the, the, I saw a list of 50 and I mean, 70% of them were from back then. Yeah. So, and they were the higher up guys. So anyway, yeah, I didn't take, I didn't really take too many of them, but one I did put on is Dan Issel. Uh, Okay. Yes. Dan Issel uh, was is easily one of the best players and he's, i think he's, he's on the t- he's on the top five of every list that i looked at yeah he is the all-time leading scorer and rebounder uh at, at kentucky i'm pretty sure and that's probably gonna stay for a while because there's guys go there for a year or two and that's yeah. it you know and he was only there for three years because that was back in the uh no freshman play so he did play, that in yeah. three years that's pretty amazing yeah um, so anyway, I'll, I'll put Dan Issel on there and then he had a, a good NBA career and then he was a co- NBA coach for a long time. He's in the hall of fame. I'm putting a guy on, uh, that I remember being one of the best players in college basketball when I started really getting into it mm-hmm. when you, during the fab five era and during oh, the, yeah. the UC final four run yep. and Jamal Mashburn. Oh, Mashburn. He was also a great NBA player for a long time too, and um, but he was. I just remember Jamal Mashburn was so good on those really good Kentucky teams in the early '90s. Um, I think they lost. Well, they lost to Christian Leitner in that in to Duke in that Christian Leitner shot. Yep, in the Elite Eight, I think it was um, during one of his years, and then I think they lost to I want to say Michigan in the Final Four. I want to say the following year, something like that. So anyway, great um, years, great, great great teams absolutely i'm throwing jamal mashburn on there he could do everything i felt like um i'm putting another older guy on there yeah all right and this is more name name recognition than anything okay but he was a great player at kentucky he was talked about him being a great shooter he averaged for his career he averaged like seven a little more than 17 and nine rebounds or something like that Mm -hmm. but his i think his junior and senior or sophomore and junior years or something. He averaged like 23 or something like that. So, um, but he had a really good career and then, um, you know, played for a a while in the NBA and then became one of the greatest head coaches of all time in the NBA and still running um, a very successful organization right now in Miami, Pat Riley. hundred percent. I'm throwing Pat Riley on there for all those reasons. Yep. Uh, And then another one, I'm more of just kind of a favorite, sort of thing and there i have a lot of guys that i like just as much as this guy probably but i really especially because he just looked so different um and and i i love left-handed players i feel like i say that all the time yeah. tayshawn prince tayshawn prince I'm putting tayshawn prince on tayshawn there. prince is on mine nice good tayshawn good, prince good, is good. on mine tayshawn prince was when i was really into college basketball he was the best player on the on those uk teams i was at his senior night just against Florida, Florida, right? against Florida with uh, Billy Donovan and that unbelievable Florida team. There's that three years of unbelievable Florida teams they had. Uh, with Horford and Noah. And Noah. Brewer, yep, yeah. Exactly. Uh, unbelievable. That was really, really cool. Um, and and he just, yeah, yeah. I loved Tayshawn Prince. Yep. Loved Tayshawn Prince. And he played, I, I, I threw on this long list, 
I threw Keith Bogans because I think they played together on those teams. Yeah, right? I was looking at Keith. I, I, was I just, really liked him too. Yep. So, so you got Keith Bogans and and you got Jamal McGlore. Like you remember Jamal McGlore? Just started going through this. Scott Paget back in the day, one of the greatest shooters. When I, I used to remember just looking at him, like because he was like, I feel like he was like six ten, six like seven foot and can shoot. Uh, which, by the way, he was six nine. So it's pretty big. Uh, Chucky Hayes, Hayes uh, Nazar Muhammad. There's there's a lot of good ones. There's uh, I just I'm just gonna ran, run through some of these. Um, Travis Ford. Remember Travis Ford? Yep. From back in, back in the day, uh, said said McGlure. I just love looking at these guys. Sam Bowie, who we all know the whole Sam Bowie deal with. Uh, wasn't that the 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 number one pick in the draft ahead of Michael Jordan? And that's the biggest joke to ever go around. You know, Michael Jordan even called, shouted him out. Uh, Jody Meeks. Um, 55-point game. Yep. As uh, a guy in West Virginia, big Kentucky. That's Ashland, Kentucky. Sorry, just outside of West Virginia. Big Kentucky guy, and he's got a Jody Meeks signed 50-whatever-point uh, uh, thing in his little office. I see it all the time, yeah. Um, I mean, there's a, the Rex Chapman. Rex Chapman. So Rex Chapman is on mine. So I got Tayshawn Prince, Rex Chapman. I already told everybody Tony Delk is on mine. And if you go back and look at stats and stuff, Tony Delk is legit one of the greatest players to play at Kentucky. Not just the fact that uh, my favorite stat of all time, that he he set the record for three-pointers in a championship game that year. Uh, wow, I was at my uncle my uncle's house. It's a weird, weird place to be. Keith Bogans. Uh, we already said him, um, Rex Chapman, Derek Anderson. Yep, dude, Derek Anderson. Uh, and we're not we're not going with any of these one and doneers. About Ron Mercer, Ron Mercer. Couple years in there. Who else do you have on your list? Antoine Walker, Kenny Skywalker. Kenny Skywalker. That name has been thrown around so many times. I feel like I, I want to put him on there. I don't have my last one. Oh, I do have my last one. I do. I forgot who my last one was. So uh, I love. Jamal Mashburn, but Antoine Walker was my guy. Antoine Walker is going to be the other one on there. That was a heck of a team, man. Yeah. That 94-95 team or 95-96, whichever year that was, dude, that was a heck of a team. Yep. They've had a lot of really, really good teams. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's why they're Kentucky. That's why they're Kentucky. Yeah. Uh, okay. That's it. There you go. Kentucky Wildcats. Mountain I like Baltimore. it. I like it. All right. So that brings us to last, but most certainly not least, is some more The Queen. Is that what it's called? Queen the Queen Chandelier. Queen Chandelier. That's what it was. Queen Chandelier. And she even said that at one point. I'm going to be a chandelier. I don't remember how it came up. Um, but anyway, <clears throat> so, okay, yeah. What what did you think about some more? I've got to start. Writing down notes again. I know. I'm the same way. Like, I'm just trying to pull out of my head. And my head, my head is not valuable for that. Um, Let's talk this out together. She, uh, you know, I, I like the, uh, her uncle needed a leg. That's, uh, that was my favorite joke. Good. It was the best joke. And then, and then he said, I need a knee. I need a knee. Because uh, what was that called? Knowledge versus wisdom That's knowledge right. versus wisdom in your family and, and young people have the knowledge with the google but they don't have the wisdom you got to be able to have the wisdom to use the knowledge i love that 
they bought <laughs> the black leg is more expensive, so they bought a so white bought one. A white was, that was just a thigh all the way down, <laughs> and they, and they put and they spray painted UPS brown. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good! Oh, oh man! Good. And uh, she was going through all the different stuff. Oh man, she a lot of COVID stuff in that. Sure, there's a lot of COVID lot stuff. Of COVID. Stuff she dealt with in COVID. And, Back and forth. She's like most people, like, you know. She's like, have she's like, I had a hard time during the pandemic. I'm like, I mean, you and every single person on the planet. Exactly. Exactly. But anyway, but she had some good jokes with that too. Um you know what? I laughed more in this thing than I I guess I thought I did. I don't know what kind of expectation I had, but yeah. Um I I I thought this was really, really good. To be honest with you. Uh, so here's the deal. You can tell she's been doing this forever. Yep. What did they say at the very beginning? It's her fifth um, uh, self-produced. Oh. They announced or something like her fifth self-produced special that she's just done on her own. And then this one got picked up by Netflix. That's so, I, like, dude, she's she's been around for a long time. Yeah. And they're talking about her, her age and all that stuff. And and she she has a pep talk. She was yeah. pep talk with what she called with her hot pocket. <laughs> yeah. That threw me off for a second. I was like, what? Hot pocket. And then she went through the whole yeah. thing. Like, oh, don't catch no feelings now. Yeah. <laughs> two pets. Two, two pets. Two pets. Oh my God. It's so funny. So I I'll tell you this. I think I think she's a seasoned joke teller. She could take a bad story that I'm there's a couple of them. Where I was like, is this what, like, yeah, same. I don't think this was the best. This was the best story, but then I'm still find myself giggling throughout it. Right. Mm-hmm. And that is the part that tells me she's a good joke teller. Yeah. Yep. The I Monique agree. stuff and the, and the airplane stuff and, and the, and we, like we said before, where, where the, where the bonnets came out against Monique and she said, I just need, I got a cousin, you know, she's part of that life. She got that, she's part of that bonnet life. And after she explained all that, I'm thinking, oh yeah, I see those people all the time. Everywhere. All oh the time. yeah. I see them bonnet people everywhere. Oh man. Especially in the neighborhood. I live. <laughs> Yeah. You ain't kidding where you're at. Them bonnets are out all the time in their, in their pajama pants and house slippers. Oh, I go around the corner to the plaza. Oh yeah. Oh, so good. <laughs> and she started talking about the 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 eyelashes like mm-hmm. if you're gonna put the fake eyelashes on you gotta at least give me a wedge give me some kind of heel uh, something just don't be in no flats with the eyelashes yeah. i like that that was good too uh, she's good. she's 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 really good at what she does uh it is this is the the whole thing is for i mean it's there's a lot of uh there's a there's a lot of older stuff in it, like older young stuff, which a lot of culture specific stuff. There is a lot of culture specific stuff. I like that. Mm-hmm. Make jokes about what you know about. So, oh yeah, and that yeah, that's what she's always going to do. That's what everybody does, I guess. But um, yeah, I mean, sometimes it's harder to relate if you don't. Yeah, if you're not from that, if you're not about that life, right. <laughs> if you're not from that culture, right? Like. Like there's gonna be some people that hear bonnet, like whatever, and you know, bonnets walking around, be like, oh, she's talking about Amish people in the airport. <laughs> yeah, you know that I mean? was the first thing, and then I and then as she was talking about, I was like, oh, yeah, well, man. we're white, so we thought bonnets as of <laughs> right. Amish people, and then you start listening, you're like, oh, she's talking about that bonnet. 
um no yeah 100 percent. there is and and uh i i i i like that that that's that's fun for me i like for it's it's good to to experience different cultures and and uh hear people get more specific about stuff that you know that's never in your life yeah yep that's true yeah but anyway i overall i really liked it i, I liked it a lot i ne- i didn't write a number down for it yet so i'd have to go off the top of my head do you want to tell me what you were you want to you want me to influence you a little bit nah, don't influence <laughs> me i'm just gonna do it i can tell you my number so i'm gonna tell you this i i don't like i was i laughed i don't i know i i maybe hard laughed once or twice and i had some good laughs but there was a lot of it where you're just listening you just kind of smile like oh, okay yep. oh, okay okay oh, all right all right um so i don't know that i would get it's it's not less than a three five, but it's not as high as like something maybe into the four fives or it's not. I don't even know that it's a four. I'm gonna go three three eight. Okay, which is really good. It is good. Anything right around that four is a is a good special. I would suggest people to watch this special for sure. I I'm sure I could watch it again and laugh just as hard. Now I can't stop thinking about the knee joke. The the leg joke is hilarious. That's good. Um, I wrote. I already had mine written down. I had a four point one. I was first first right, number so that popped in my, my 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 mind was four, and then that was like toward the end of it. And then she finished. I'm like, you know what? That was better than I even thought it was going to be. I'm going to give her an extra point for that. Yeah, she did a really good job. I I thought it was great. Yeah, that was a great special. It was good. Yeah, it was very good. Yep. Um, so there you go. Uh, I guess, unless there's anything else, I, I, if there's anything else you want to talk about, I'm good. Or we can pick our stuff for next week. Let's pick our stuff for next week, man. What do you think? We know we're going to talk a lot about the tournament. Um, but we'll still do Reese's Mount Rushmore and comedy, even if we have to speed through it. Yep. Um, so I'll make the Mount Rushmore. I'll think of something real quick to make the Mount Rushmore. Uh, NCAA themed Smart. as we've done here recently. Anyway, mm-hmm. Smart. Who's the number one team in the country right now? Is it Purdue? Are we still looking at Purdue? Like I don't even know the number Kansas one team. Kansas or oh uh, Kansas? Maybe Kansas hasn't lost in a while. I wouldn't be surprised if it was Kansas. I don't know that there is a number one team in the country. To I be know. honest with you, it was like that last year too. Yep, it was. We talked about it last year too. Um, okay, so while you are looking at that. Yeah, anything NCAA related uh, could be March Madness moments or something like that. Houston is gonna... number one in the country, right? Houston, now. Houston, Houston. Houston yeah. is number one in the country. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, while you do that, would you like me to throw out a comedy? Mick Cronin is number two in the country. God, I hope Colorado beats them. <laughs> he just won some. A coach of the year award. Oh, he well, he got Pac-12 coach of the year, and then some other publication made him national coach of the year. I hope he loses in the first round. <laughs> UCLA is good. They just lost uh, somebody. Oh, the Pac-12 defensive player of the year. They just lost him. Mm. I don't know. I think for the at least for the conference tournament, and then they're going to reevaluate before the tournament starts. Okay. Anyway, um, so comedy. I'm going to go. Are you going to do it? Christopher James Rock. Yes. This 
was one of the most polarizing specials I've never I haven't seen it, but it was live, the first live Netflix special. Yep. And I'm telling you right now, this was on sports talk. They talked about it on sports talk radio. Like this was a polarizing, this was a very polarizing uh, uh, comedy special. Probably because it got more hype because it was the first ever live comedy special. So you got more people listening to it. But from the couple jokes that the one guy was talking about, sounds a lot like what we went to go watch. Yes. Yes. I feel like we've heard most of these jokes. I'm going to I'm going to probably disappoint you but be honest here. I couldn't wait. You I had to it. watch it. You did. So I watched it. I'm going to watch it again. Okay. I'm, I'm, no matter what I, I want to watch it again anyway. Did the did the, it sounds like the Will Smith jokes got better as they way go, better. Way better. So okay. he does way more when we saw him. He had hardly any it wasn't that long after He it even said he didn't want to really do it but and then he kind of went into like two three quick ones and got in and got out. And that's all I was just about to say something else about it. That's all I'm going to say because I want you to watch it. Does he? Does he still do the stuff with his girls being and and stuff like that? He does he all does, that. Stuff. All that yes. stuff still in there. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So so that's cool. So I, I'm interested. This is going to be one of the first times for me that I get to see something where where you see it kind of in its infancy and see where it ends up. Yep. I like that. That's cool. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. Selective outrage is what is what it's called. It's on Netflix. I was a little bit worried. I was like, they're not going to just have it live and then not have it available anymore. Right. And then Netflix uh, isn't doing that. They're yeah. Making their, they put that much money into it. It's going to be on there for a while. I would, I would think. Yeah. As a matter of fact, it was, it debuted while I was at the Sklar Brothers show. Oh, did it really? <laughs> yeah. That's fun. Nobody watched it because they're watching that comedy. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, they're <laughs> yep. Oh, man. That's funny. Um, okay. Nicely done. So I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Here's what I'm going to do. We are going to go with the um, Mount Rushmore of NCAA basketball announcers. Oh. You can go color or you can go play-by-play. All right. I'm going. You can go Gus Johnson. I'm going white guys first. (laughs) I'm going. uh, Oh, that's not what you meant by color. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Color commentator. <laughs> <laughs> Joking. Adam. <laughs> Let me tell you, it is Adam, right? It's, it's pronounced Adam with an A. Yeah. With an A. Okay. One hundred percent sure. Uh, we're not bringing race into this. S'more did it well enough. Yeah. Uh, let's go. Announcers. Yeah, that's awesome. Announcers. You can use Bobby Knight. <laughs> From his oh. brief NCAA announcing when he screamed in the middle of a game at people in front of him for cheering. That was one of my favorite. I was watching that game. I'm trying to do a job back here. I can't see the game. <laughs> Hilarious. Don't put Bobby Knight behind anybody. Just put him on the floor. Don't put him one row above the floor. Put him on the floor. In fact, keep him at home because he's got he doesn't he's have anything terrible. to be mad about there. He's terrible. Uh he was not a good color commentator at all. And he did it for like five years. Did he? I People like really liked him. I'm like, this dude is I mean, he his knowledge of basketball is endless, but sure, but yeah, I, I, it's 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 a different thing to have that knowledge and but he's to a be cranky a good, old man. Yeah, yeah. Being a good broadcaster. 
with that knowledge is different for sure. Yeah. So you've got uh, who's the guy from Duke that's on ESPN? Uh, not Jay Will, but uh, the the lawyer, big tall guy, Jay Billis. Jay Jay Billis. Uh, and then you've got guys he'll, like he'll, he'll be on mine. I'll just. And then you got guys like uh, started reading Gus Johnson. He's going to be on mine. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> so this could be a lot of fun. Yeah, really. I mean, and then like Hank Greenberg, guys like that did college basketball for a long time. So this could be tough, but Billy Packard and these guys all did college basketball, college football. They did everything. So you can use any of them. Yep. Andy yep. Mack yep. announced the Andy Mack was on the radio call for the Christian Lakner shot. Uh, Marty Brenneman was. Oh, was I wrong? Did I call the wrong guy out? Marty Brennan. I did call the wrong guy out because I was just gonna say as yeah, you started saying that, I was gonna say I was exactly I was gonna say Marty Brennan's on, on I list. totally screwed that up and called Andy Mack out for that. Uh sorry. But Andy, Andy Mack is an NCAA he's, announcer. He's in like six announcing hall of fames. He's in the hockey hall of fame. Right. He he did the he did the Cincinnati Stingers for years or Buffalo. I think he's from Buffalo. I think he did the Buffalo Sabres or something like that. He's done. He's announced it all. And then he couldn't talk anymore. Mac. And then he was starting to get his voice back a little and then did elder football games for a couple of I years. do remember that. Yeah, it wasn't coming back a little. That was just people like, we love Andy Mack. Yeah. We got to get this man a job. His voice was, not, it was a lot. And, you know, yeah, it was a lot of that. It just, he had like a paralyzed vocal cord or something where it, it just, clinches up on him every now and then it's got to be a strange feeling when you especially when you your voice is your job it's your livelihood yeah anyway that's nuts so uh by the way marty brenneman could be used because he did the he 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 was on the radio calling the game when uh christian leitner made that shot oh my god that's right i know it's crazy wow. isn't it? crazy i totally forgot about that yeah uh there you go. That's what we're going to do. Good call. That's All good right. One. Right on. All right. So, uh, Chris Rock, Mount Rushmore of NCAA basketball announcers. And uh, from there, we'll we'll just uh, talk NCAA basketball. Can't wait. Don't forget to turn your headlights on. <laughs>